War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle spot number 70. It is October 13th, 81 degrees outside. Man, when is it going to get below 80? I guess that's not hot, hot, but you'd think, you know, October should be 60s and 70s. Apparently it will be later this week. Um, leaving work, 508, heading to Baby Bloggle. Yeah, not two. Baby Bloggle. Uh, he has a soccer game tonight, so. That'll be fun. But anyway, um, in the world of sports, I guess since the last bloggle spot, I didn't end up uploading last night until about three hours after I recorded it. And in that three-hour span, Steve Spurrier retired or resigned. Did he retire or resign? I don't know if they ever... I think they said retired, but then today in his meeting he said, or in his press conference he said resign. Resign means I'm just leaving this job, but whatever. Um, so today's a Steve Spurrier love fest and you know, he's fine. I, I Obviously never hated him in South Carolina. They were good a few times. They've won 11 games three years in a row Never beat Auburn though. South Carolina has still only beaten Auburn one time. I believe and it was in 1933 uh, Steve Spurrier is on a What a five-game losing streak to Auburn he lost in the SEC Championship. He lost again that year. He lost in 2006, I believe. No, we played them twice. Six and seven. Um, so, let, hold on. Let's go back to this. 11, we beat them there. Lutz and Kirkin caught the ball in the Lutzy play, just like the Alabama game near four. 2010, we beat them twice. That's three. 2007, we beat them at Tuberville. 2006, we beat them at Tuberville. And I want to say his last game at Florida. Well, here was that. No, he beat us in his last game at Florida, I think. Uh, so, whatever. South Carolina Spurrier was not as uh, hate, hated, I guess. And that's because he wasn't as good. When he was at Florida, he was tearing it up. He was scoring 60 points. Everybody, quote unquote, hated him because he was a. Uh, he ran the score up. But he was doing, you know, he had the right mindset. If you want me to stop scoring, stop us from scoring. Uh, that's how it should be. I don't care. I mean, unless you're like, I don't know, anybody huge, major, and you're playing a team with like an obvious deficiency like, hey, all of these people have one arm, yeah, then you should probably take it easy. But if they're college athletes... They're not going to, yeah, it's going to get them down, but they're the players are never going to look across the field and be like, hey, that guy's running the score up. I don't like that guy. No, I mean, they're going to think, hey, I'm going to go out and try to make a play. Or they might give up, but they're not going to look at it as, hey, I hate the coach for running it up. The coaches act that way, but, you know, whatever. Spurrier, Spurrier scored a lot of points because he knew how to call an offense. He was kind of a Gus Malzahn back in the day, and he kind of brought – a certain style of offense to the forefront uh, and it was very hard to stop and it kind of changed football the fun and gun as they called it uh, just had a good quarterback could sling it um, and knew how to get receivers open knew how to recruit good fast receivers that got them it got them open and um, and you know basically changed football that offense you know, 2000 Auburn beating 2000 beating Florida in 2001 was probably one of the better games he was involved in. Um, Auburn held Florida to like negative 30 something yards rushing that night. Rex Grossman 
uh, had a decent game, but that was like that was Daniel Cobb and Jason Campbell split in time. That was Cassinius Moore, uh, Mayo Sowell, James Collier, uh, a lot of early Tuberville guys that were that were good, not great. I mean, Jason Campbell ended up being great, but you know, really good. You know, good solid Tuberville style players was able to beat the number one team on a Thursday night, no less. Wait, was it Thursday? No, it was Saturday. It was just Saturday night. Um, and then 93 and 94, when Florida was like kind of the kings of football those few years, they won the national championship in 94, I think. Auburn in 93 beat them. Uh, They're obviously on probation, but beat them uh, with Frank Sanders, and then the next year beat them with a field goal. Um, that was kind of when that was what during Auburn's undefeated streak um, of the of the Bowden days. So that was fun. That was kind of during the hated Spurrier days. Like he was so good, he scored a hundred points every game. You hated him, and beating Florida those years was something to be proud of. It's always been something to be proud of. He made Florida what it is. A lot of people act like Florida has been this good forever, and they really haven't. They had Emmett Smith in the 80s, and they were good. I mean, okay then. They were just a, a team. But he made them a national power. And then Urban Meyer continued it, and then, well, Urban Meyer kind of brought it back, I guess, because, uh, what's his name? Guy, what's his name? Gray hair, kind of big nose, Illinois. Ah, what's his name? I, I know it. I just can't think of it. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, he made it bad. He didn't keep it going and they just had a, a few down years, but Urban Meyer brought it back and made it kind of seem like national, uh, they were a national power forever. They really weren't. Um, pretty sure Florida used to be Auburn's homecoming game a long, long, long time ago. Florida State definitely used to be Auburn's homecoming game um, back in the 60s and 70s before they got started cheating with Bobby Bowden and all that. Uh, what else? More Auburn-related today. Oh, got some news that Auburn is putting back the those big banners, those big pictures on the back of the video board. Um, apparently what they didn't like about the ones before, you know, if you remember, that was a big deal for two weeks or so. They only kept them up for like a day because they didn't, number one, they didn't like the coloring. It, it was gray or black and white, but it was kind of a, a weird gray that I guess didn't match the gray of the scoreboard. And also it was... If you remember, the one was a big picture of an eagle, and one was a big picture of Tumor's Corner, um, or you know the Tumor's trees with toilet paper coming out of it. Um, and those pictures were actually mosaics of coaches, pictures of coaches and players, and it was just kind of confusing. Uh, we I went over this a ton back then, but it just didn't look good up close. It was hard. You could. There, it was too tall and far away to even tell what the small pictures of people were so it just kind of looked like a blurry pixelated image um, I didn't love the idea of the eagle and the tumors because it's basically like the two biggest pictures on Auburn's campus and while the eagle and tumors are awesome I think there are bigger better things you could put on the back of a scoreboard I honestly like it plain um, but tomorrow they're supposed to be putting up the same pictures the eagle and tumors with better coloring and they won't have the mosaic so it won't look blurry 
it'll just be a normal picture of a black and white, a normal black and white picture of the Eagle Nova and a normal black and white picture of tumors. Maybe it'll look better, I don't know. It will look better because it won't be the mosaic that makes it look pixelated. But the idea, I don't know if that's a huge eagle on the back of the scoreboard and a huge picture of tumors. I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's not making me mad like it did back then. Uh, maybe because I hadn't seen it. But yeah, they should be going up tomorrow. I don't know if they'll be done tomorrow. I think last time it took almost a day to put up the first one and then the second one put up and it was bad and they took it immediately down. So we'll see how that happens. So today is Tuesday slash Thursday. Uh, two more games to kick off, two more days to kick off. It's just kind of weird because the bye week kind of got everybody out of football mode to me, at least to me. Um, you, I kind of felt like here, if you've ever listened or read, I don't like to think about things far in the future, like Christmas. I don't like to think about it until like the day it happens because it, then I'll just sit there and think about it and wish it was there the whole time. So when Auburn has a game that's not more than a week away, I just kind of try to forget about it and not think about it. Well, it's two days away now, so I probably need to wake up. But I kind of, you know, feel like everybody just kind of gets in a lull. Last Saturday, everybody did all the stuff they should have been doing the last, or they could have been doing the last few Saturdays. Um, so, I don't know. It, I need to wake up. It, it's, it's always weird having to go to work on a game day. I know a lot of people do that on Saturdays, too. But, you know, having the normal 8-to-5 office job and be like, okay, let's go home and get ready for the Auburn game. Um, so, I'll be doing that in two days. And... I'm still up in the air. I mean, I don't know why Kentucky should scare Auburn. And normally it shouldn't. Uh, if this game is on Saturday, they shouldn't. It would be less scary, I think, like Saturday at 11 in the morning or whatever. Uh, but the fact that it's Thursday and it's prime time and it's the the game, they're going to be pumped. They're going to be a little more pumped because Auburn hasn't played well. Um, but Auburn is kind of – the coaches have kind of every, – while everybody wants to act like they don't know who the quarterback is going to be, that's actually a good thing. I mean, they do know who the quarterback's going to be. They're just not going to tell you. Because right now, the rumors are Jeremy Johnson may be back. Rumors are, um, well, Gus said twice yesterday on Tiger Talk and in the press conference that Sean White has done nothing to lose the job. So that's a little more solid than I heard Jeremy Johnson was going to play. And then, of course, there's some random, random rumor that Jason Smith is going to play, which you never know. You never thought Jeremy Johnson would be pulled, and he was. So... Jason Smith might be in there to kind of be the the uh, the Nick Marshall, I guess, because he did play quarterback in high school and at junior college. So um, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Auburn should not struggle with Kentucky. I'm sorry, they shouldn't. They've lost at Lexington. Uh, the last time they lost was in 1966. Um, the last time they last time they lost in Lexington was 1966. Now, yes, they've only played like 15 times since then, maybe 20 times, but still, that's a long time. And uh, the last time they lost, period, was 2009, which was a really cold game, really weird. They scored at the end, and then the offense just did something weird. I don't. It was like they. I remember we had a chance to come back. We had like two or three minutes. That was Gus's first year, Chiswick's first year, and we had two false starts in a row. 
Then we ran kind of like a trick play where Lee Zimba was lined up as a wide receiver, and they called illegal procedure, and it was just bad. That was that was when Kentucky was actually halfway decent that year with Randall Cobb and Derek Locke and all them, and then they came back in 2010, and it took Cam Newton to beat them. So they were, that was when they were actually good. And this year, you know, Kentucky's four and one, beating South Carolina, Missouri, Louisiana Lafayette, um, East and Eastern Kentucky. So they're not; they haven't actually taken all murderers' row, as they call it. So, all right. Well, I've rambled too much today. Um, that's it. Tomorrow will be one day to kick off. Bloggle spot number seventy done. War Eagle.